0: Welcome to Gutter Trash episode three oh three The Thrilling Adventure Hour I'm from Earth
1: <laughs>
0: And my name is Eric. I'm Jason. Howdy. Hey.
1: It, isn't that too bad that we aren't on the Thrilling Adventure Hour? <laughs> We're on Gutter Trash.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <coughs>
1: What if we are Acker and Blacker, and we just did something terrible, ah! and we've been banished to the realm of gutter trash?
0: <laughs> it is entirely possible that that is true. Yeah.
1: Oh, Because okay. I'm sure we've done something bad.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Our lives cannot be this messed up and us not having done something (laughs) bad at some point right
1: (laughs) this has got to be retribution for something (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i don't know if people know this that listen to this show but the thrilling adventure hour it's not just the comic we're reviewing it's it's a podcast too right yep yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it was a podcast.
1: Oh, it's not anymore.
0: Uh, they, they have, uh, stopped doing it, yes. Aw. Uh, it is, uh, it ran, uh, it started out as a live show, uh, done in, uh, Los Angeles as, uh, basically, uh, done as like old timey radio shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started, uh, recording and releasing them as podcasts. Uh, ran for about 10 years or so, close to that. Wow.
1: Yeah. Like monthly or weekly? Uh,
0: I believe monthly, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was about, ooh, man, I can't remember when I started listening to it. I know that as soon as I heard about it, I was interested in it, and as soon as it was, uh, uh, available to listen to, I know I started uh hmm. it kind of immediately fell in love with it
1: yeah oh yeah, i remember uh
0: but yeah it is a, it is a comedy podcast uh, done in the style of old-timey radio Uh, so basically these are like uh uh serials that uh, you would listen to uh but but they are done with a comedic bent uh usually performed by a regular cast of uh some amazing comedians and then actors and, uh, some, some special guest stars on occasion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they mentioned some of them in the book, like in the, like introduction or whatever. Right. I didn't know. Yeah, like John Hamm was one of them. Yep. Yeah, He's that's pretty good.
0: Been on a few. Uh, Nathan Fillion, uh, was a recurring
1: oh, uh, wow. guest actor.
0: He's pretty great. He, uh, he plays, uh, the role of, uh, Cactoid Jim.
1: Oh, that makes King sense. King of the
0: Martian Frontier. That
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: I believe he also played another character. I want to say Jefferson Reed, Ace American. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I I can't recall right now, though. It's been a while since I've actually listened to any of the podcasts. Right.
1: I, I can't remember if I ever have. Like, I think maybe you played one for me. Right. Like, we used to listen to a lot of podcasts on Drawing Nights. Right. But I can't recall for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we ever did or not either. Uh, but yeah, I think they used to come down on Mondays, and so that would be one of the ones I would look forward to the most on Monday mornings going to work. Mm. Right. Um, but yeah, usually what it is is, uh, they have, uh, an opening, uh, show and then an closing show, and then, uh, the opening is always, uh, Sparks Nevada, uh, Marshall on Mars which is uh, sort of a sci-fi western kind of thing. Right. Uh, and then the, the closing uh, performance is uh, Beyond Belief, uh, With uh, which is about uh, a rich, wealthy couple who uh, like to drink and occasionally uh, run into some uh, supernatural problems, <laughs> right? Uh, and then uh, they usually do like a middle portion, uh, which is uh, uh, always rotating. Uh but it's like any of the uh sort of there's a whole bunch of different ones that they do. They do Captain Laserbeam, uh Philip Fathom, undersea uh, detective. Uh they do uh Amelia Earhart, uh time traveler. Uh they do uh Captain TikTok or Colonel TikTok, I
1: can't remember I think it's Colonel Colonel yeah. Yeah.
0: TikTok. Uh another time traveler. Oh. Uh Jefferson Reed Ace American. Uh for a while on the podcast they were actually doing occasionally uh they had uh it wasn't a live thing that they like they normally do. It was actually a pre recorded thing. Okay. It was uh, sort of a noir type thing, but it was f- featuring the guy who played the creature from the Black Lagoon.
1: Oh, uh Rico Brown? I think so, yeah. yeah? Well, like,
0: wow. it was obviously not the real one. Oh,
1: yeah. I see.
0: It was like a fictional or oh, something. Sort of yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: I think I did hear that one once. Okay, so that? Yeah, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> really real familiar. Really familiar.
0: Uh, but yeah, let's see. Uh, They also do uh, Cactoid Jim Solo Adventure. Uh, Tales of the uh, United Solar System Alliance. Uh... Moonshine Holler, which is actually kind of a favorite one of mine that they didn't do too much, but uh, it's about a uh, millionaire pretending to be a hobo well, right? to find the hobo princess. Well, yeah. Uh, nothing wrong with that? Yeah.
1: I think that was all of them. That's
0: uh, all of them, and uh, so basically this comic is set up in the exact same way. It opens up with uh, Sparks Nevada story, it closes with a Beyond Belief, and in between are All those other things that we just mentioned.
1: Yeah, it's like all ten stories. Yeah. And then one graphic novel. Yeah. Because when you loaned me this, I was like, man, that's, that's pretty, that's a pretty hefty, like, book for, like, a podcast adaptation. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like ten different stories. Right. And so the Acker and Blacker write all of them. Is that what it is? Okay. Yep. And they have different artists do all the story. And these artists have nothing to do with the podcast at all, right? They hired him for this. Probably.
0: I'm sure probably fans. Fans or friends
1: or something, yeah. I
0: know uh, the guy who did the cover is Tom Fowler, and he may have drawn the Beyond Belief.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know I had seen him do some posters for the Thrilling Adventure Hour. They would occasionally just have posters for sale, like advertising the show or a particular show or whatever. Uh, So I saw Tom Fowler do a couple of those before, so... I'm sure he was a fan. Yeah. Uh, Evan Shaner does the uh, Cactoid Jim story. He's uh, kind of a personal favorite artist of mine. Yeah. I think he's a fan as well, so... Doc. That's Doc. Doc Shaner. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. He's great. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like the the podcast, uh, you know, stars, uh, like, Sparks Nevada is uh, usually... uh, Mark Evan Jackson plays uh, Sparks Nevada, and... I uh, want to say Craig Kikowski or Mark Gagliardi plays Croach the Tracker,
1: and uh,
0: <laughs> I can't remember. Croach is one.
1: like his like alien bug sidekick that yep. owes him an onus or yep. something. Yep. What what is the onus? Is like a debt. Like Pretty an, much. Like yeah. an alien debt. Yep. What do you save his life? Because yeah, a lot of these <laughs> probably like drop me right in the middle of you know right An ongoing adventure, kind of. I mean, like it's a complete story in here, but the characters obviously have a history. Right. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't get like wh- what their background is. But uh,
0: that is pretty much it, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sparks Nevada, I believe, saved Croach's life at one point in time, and Croach is now under uh, a life debt that he is continuously paying off.
1: <laughs> okay. That's kind of yeah what I figured then. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. And in the podcast, uh, they do like, there is a continuity, uh, especially, uh, Sparks Nevada, like where it does like elements of it continue from episode to episode. Uh,
1: but, but then each episode has a complete story. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and pretty much every one of them though, ends on a cliffhanger that, you know, right. is immediately resolved in like the first <laughs> right? two minutes of the next episode. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, and then, like, uh, Beyond Belief uh, stars, uh, uh, my favorite comedian, Paul F. Tompkins, uh, and, uh, Padgett Brewster as, uh, Frank and Sadie Doyle. Uh, Padgett Brewster also uh, a fine actress, and I kind of have a little crush on her. Yeah. Yeah. More uh, so
1: than your crush on, uh, Paul F. Tompkins?
0: Uh, just a little bit.
1: Re- really? A yeah. little bit more? Wow. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, if, uh, I guess if Paul F. Tompkins had boobs, I guess, is pretty much... uh, Give it time. Yeah, I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, he is great. Oh, yeah. And I'm not familiar with her work, but uh, both of those characters, like, spoiler alert, that is my favorite story in this comic.
0: I'm going to guess it's everybody's favorite.
1: It's really good.
0: I I, I think the majority consensus uh, among, you know, Thrilling Adventure fans is that Beyond Belief is the best one. <laughs> well,
1: it's weird. It's weird because, like... I mean, you know, obviously the characters aren't super likable, (laughs) um, because they're just like drunk millionaires that are really into the supernatural. They're like if Hellboy was a drunk millionaire couple. Right. Um, Who
0: also did not care about the supernatural.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They just keep getting involved. But it was weird, because I mean, I like a lot of the characters in the other stories, and I like, you know, the stories are well written, but there's something about the way that one was written. Like, the dialogue is so good. Oh, yeah. Like, like... I like I honestly like flipped back to the beginning and I was like, Well was this one written by somebody else? And like that wasn't supposed to be insulting to the other stories, it was just that it seemed like they really like put their A game on to write every bit of dialogue in that story.
0: I think so. And I think what helps is that you know, they have the performances by Paul F. Tompkins and Patrick Brewster to base
1: it off of. All right, it's like a springboard.
0: Right, and I'm sure, you know, like, you know, when they wrote it originally, they had like an idea in mind, but they bring those characters to life so well right. that that has to influence the writing, yeah. even if like, you know, they're writing it for a medium where it's not going to be performed by those people, you know, but I'm by now, you know, they did like, you know, 10 years worth of this, you know, every month, and they still do like live performances like they did one at uh, New York Comic Con last week. Oh, cool uh but they they're not you know an ongoing concern anymore right but you know yeah when they're writing cuz cause, cause right now image is actually publishing uh, beyond, beyond the Belief. Common, yeah you know uh, like an actual separate thing yeah uh but you know i'm sure that you know, you know having 10 years worth of of history with that and and you know having pft and then Patrick Brewster's you know performances behind it you know influences
1: just kind of gives it a life that
0: yeah it gives it a life of its own but
1: but even like I mean there's a lot of supporting characters that I'm assuming like the I'm assuming the like pharaoh mummy gang uh who are amazing I'm assuming they're not uh, like reoccurring characters but like even their dialogue was so good like I was constantly like like at least twice a page, I was like, man, that's a good line. Right. Like, like really impressed with the dialogue in that story.
0: Uh, again, I think that just goes back to, you know, when, you know, one thing is elevated, it kind of raises everything else too. Right. You know? Yeah.
1: Uh, I could see that.
0: And unfortunately for me, this is kind of where things start to fall apart.
1: Oh. Yeah. How's that? Cause
0: I am a fan of the podcast. And I am so familiar with you know, listening to these stories you know being performed by actors and comedians right. that you know there's something lacking. Like I think oh uh,
1: I see yeah well see I I know exactly what you mean probably because not being familiar with the podcast this is like my introduction kind of right but I've tried reading like Futurama and Rick and Morty comics yeah and they're good sure but they're not as good it doesn't have the same delivery right, exactly like in my head i'm trying to like do the voices exactly, and, like, and do yeah. the lines and be like i'm not those people right i'm not a millionaire for <laughs> many reasons one of them is that i'm not those people i'm not dan castellaneta or right. or whoever yeah know?
0: uh and i think yeah the uh the beyond belief uh story in this i think comes the closest uh that it can to to matching like you know listening to one of the episodes right like like and and it's the dialogue absolutely like they it's so pitch perfect yeah that you know it it comes really close to matching how the show actually is okay but like all the other stories exactly like like i've been reading the rick and morty comic lately and i enjoy it yeah but mostly for me it's like a rick and morty delivery system until the next season starts all right it's not the
1: same, it's not as good, right, right,
0: yeah. and yeah, so even though I can hear Mark Evan Jackson you know reading Sparks Nevada dialogue in my head as I'm reading the story, it's still just yeah. not there right and and so overall, I've kind of found this whole thing disappointing, I really, okay, yeah.
1: see that makes me feel better because I'd say I was. Okay, yeah, the first story was the Sparks, Nevada story, and I, like, I read that, and I was like, oh, that was kind of cute. Right. And then the second story was the, uh, was this Phil Fath- Fathom? Phil Fathom. I really liked that one. Yeah. Like, I love the art, and I love the character, and just the overall tone of that story. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird comedy, like, set in the Hellboy universe to go back to the Hellboy, like, it reminds sort me of that. Yeah. But I really liked that one, but then it took, like, maybe, like, six stories later before I found, you know, more that than, the, one, right. like, like... Yeah, most of them I just, I was like, well, that was okay, and I had good art. Right. You know, but most of them I was like, because between every story there's like these old mock ads. Right. And those are awesome, but in each one of those there's some sort of quote from a comedian saying like, this is fucking hilarious. Right. And I was like, well, it's kind of funny. Right. But I don't get the fucking hilarious thing. Yeah. But I would say the Beyond Belief story was fucking hilarious.
0: It was it, it was definitely funny. Uh I think the only one that I actually laughed out loud was actually in the Cactoid Gym story with uh, the the Murder Men.
1: Those <laughs> the Murder Men were really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of their like just kind of like off-screen banter. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's like the the uh Old West Martian, right? Yeah. No, yeah, see Martian. Oh, well martian.
0: he's from earth as well uh yeah cacto jim is a spin off of the uh sparks nevada series okay uh, he was a recurring character there and uh it became so popular because he's performed by nathan Fillion. uh oh, yeah. he got a couple of spin spinoff uh, stories here and there uh but yeah he is he is from earth uh just happened to be uh <laughs> you know raised uh out in the the martian frontier
1: <laughs> yeah and uh, he's yeah he's really good he's Kind of reminds me of like a, a more, Wild West version of Indiana Jones, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's really good, and the art is like you said, Doc and He's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah.
0: The art in this is is very good.
1: Oh yeah, it's quality. Yeah,
0: but I also have to think, or I I, I think that sometimes maybe the art didn't exactly fit the story. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, I I don't know I was just thrown off by the art in a couple places and I never found the art bad never once yeah like it just to me sometimes it didn't didn't, didn't click right right yeah yeah
1: it's over yeah I'd say overall I'd I'd say all the artwork was was good yeah yeah good artwork but uh yeah some of the stories are just kind of like eh, that was okay
0: right and I mean and I gotta imagine that it's not super easy to. Translate something that you've been writing for ten years into a completely different right way of, yeah way yeah especially when you know because I'm sure that the more people read this book were fans of the podcast than those right. who
1: didn't yeah yeah uh, it's like when we tried to do a gutter trash as a mime sequence right. that once it didn't it work just, very well yeah because yeah. and,
0: and ultimately it just disappointed Joe. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Our only fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like the mimery. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, like you said, like, you know, because, you know, 10 years of doing it one way. Right. I mean, it's cool that, I mean, oh, they, yeah, they even said at the beginning, you know, that he was like, yeah, we, we want to make this into a comic and a movie and a, you know, a play and right. like whatever. Like, yeah, I think that's cool to yeah. try to branch it out in different mediums, but. Um, it does make me want to read the Beyond Belief story. Oh yeah. Like And like who's somebody good is drawing that that I can't remember. Phil Hester, I believe. That's who it is. Yeah. yeah he's pretty good. Uh,
0: yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he is.
1: For some reason I was thinking Duncan Ferguson, uh, which I kind of wish now that in my mind because I love Duncan Ferguson.
0: That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Phil Hester. I <laughs> kind of like Duncan Ferraro better than you.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sure they're both nice guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. On the same exact level of nicety.
0: Oh, you know what? I've uh, interacted with both of them on Twitter. They are both very genial. Uh, you know, they 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 post a lot of awesome artwork. They both seem to be fun, funny guys, and and they're very friendly. Uh, but uh, yeah, sorry, Phil Hester.
1: <laughs> I. We have a history with Duncan Fregretto. He was doing Shade the Changing Man in our formative years. Pretty
0: much, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, sorry, Uh Phil, the Duncan was there first. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I really do like Phil Hester. Yeah, like, he's I good. I really do. Yeah, he's good. And, and I think that he is also as good a writer as he is an artist as well. Yeah, we we did the know. Coffin uh Cinemount. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, that was good. Yeah.
0: Uh, but, uh, yeah, Duncan Figueroa, uh, I, I, knew of him first and I, I kinda, <laughs> I loved him first.
1: Yeah, he was, he was your high school sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what, yeah, what other stories? Uh, like, let's see, there's the Captain Laserbeam. The Captain Laserbeam was my least favorite story.
0: Yeah, it's that. I think that one disappointed me the most. Yeah. Uh, because the actual show is kind of one of the funnier ones. Really? And I don't feel like they captured anything that's good about that
1: at all. I've never heard Captain Laserbeam, but I did find myself, like, looking ahead to see how many more pages that story was. Yeah. That's not usually a good sign.
0: Not usually, yeah. Uh, let's see. Jefferson Reed, Ace American.
1: I like that one a lot. That, really? That's mostly for the artwork. Like, okay. That's some of my favorite art in there. Um, I wasn't familiar <laughs> with Evan Larson, but, um, I really liked that art style. It's it was, like,
0: yeah, it was fun. Uh, again, like I, like I said earlier, I did not have any fault with the art itself in any of these stories. just sometimes I felt like it wasn't the correct matchup. Right. I think. I mostly felt that with the Captain Laserbeam story.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
0: Like I felt that one needed to be drawn in a more traditional superhero style, right? Rather than the real cartoony yeah. style that it was in.
1: It was almost like everybody's face had a wink, wink kind of look to uh, it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, and I maybe would say maybe not the wink, wink thing, but the uh, tales of the USSA, like I, like I, you know, maybe the art. I don't know. Would have been. Like, it wasn't bad art, but I, I just yeah. feel like maybe it would have been cooler if it was, like, darker and weirder. A little more straight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think you need that sometimes. like Just, just to sell it. Just right. to, like,
1: sell the the joke of it being. Exactly. You know,
0: you know uh, like, I've heard this talked about before. Like, Leslie Nelson. Uh, you know, he's great in Airplane and, you know, the first couple Naked Gun movies. Right. And oh, yeah. it's because he is doing it dead serious oh yeah right right but the minute that he is in on the joke is the minute that it turns terrible it's hard to watch right right? yeah Yeah. like
1: dracula dead and loving it right right yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and uh i think i may have mentioned this story before on on here but joanna eastep i've actually met her okay um she drew the moonshine holler story i i accidentally showed her pornographic drawings that i drew. I remember that, <laughs> sorry Joanna You stopped. you seem like a really nice lady, and I really didn't mean to accidentally show you pornographic drawings, but yeah, yeah, she's great, her artwork oh, is yeah, like that was one of the best drawn ones, I in, definitely there. agree with that
0: yeah. Yeah. uh I thought that one was a little long, but also one of the better written yeah, ones, yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah it was it was really good, yeah, like it had like maybe kind of some cliched characters but they didn't go down the same roads that you would expect right like they like you know they re- it was like this town of like pretty fucked up people like kind of like um kind of reminded me of the the town in like 2000 maniacs that movie yeah but um but they like were kind of nice people they were just misinformed or, or right. with you know what they should be doing
0: i mean you, you do know what that story is based on there right
1: uh no no,
0: no. okay no. uh the, the uh, moonshine holler story presented in this is uh based on the uh, i want to say short story by shirley jackson called the, uh, oh uh, the,
1: the lottery, lottery. okay because yeah. i i actually kind of wondered that at the beginning i've yeah. never read Shirley jackson's the lottery right um but i know of it because yeah. kathleen is a big fan sure um so i kind of wondered that because they mentioned the word lottery in there right and, I was and
0: like, it also takes place in jacksonville
1: oh do they both do okay okay well
0: th- th- this story took place in jacksonville
1: mm, Shirley jackson yeah. i gotcha <laughs> i a little slow
0: yeah and i'm also gonna say i think that one was actually adapted from one of the podcasts oh really 'Cause as I was reading it I was like, I'm pretty sure I have heard this story being told. Right. Yeah.
1: And, and not just because you read the lottery. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, like like just the stuff about the uh the soup stone and uh, you know, the the uh hobo uh what was it? She the, the hobo Duchess Duchess, yeah. yes, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what? Maybe that was from the one that I listened to with you. Okay. If I did listen to one because it kinda sounded it's familiar to me as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh well, well. But yeah, that was the only one that I think I recognized from, from the show. The, so that may have just been a straight adaptation of that. I, uh, but I think the rest of them were
1: all original stories. There is something I was going to ask you about. Okay. That is kind of a mystery to me. Alright. In the back, there's a... About the creators, the vagrant scoundrels and thieves that yes. put this book together. There's a little thing about... Um, well, you know, we were talking about Tom Fowler drew the beyond the belief story. There's also, a um, a credit for Billy Fowler. Okay. And it says he's a freelance illustrator and comic artist, blah, blah, blah. But I looked at the beginning. I cannot find his name anywhere in the beginning of the book.
0: Did he maybe do one of the ads?
1: Oh, maybe. Cause
0: yeah. Cause you did mention that there, there are a lot of, uh, like fake old timey looking ads throughout the book. Uh, maybe he did like one of the spot illustrations maybe. maybe even the sexy betsy ross
1: that one has a like an n next to it like as right. a signature i don't know i couldn't find his name anywhere but right. i was like i wonder what he does
0: i mean the entire book is is pretty well designed and it laid is out. maybe he even did that
1: yeah, yeah. yeah it has a very like kind of like this old uh like newspaper ad kind of things yeah. like with and franklin's clocks and whatnot everywhere um yeah it's really it's really nicely laid out and designed we should totally be smoking uh patriot brand cigarettes right now
0: oh yeah and drinking
1: some uh <laughs> some work juice
0: coffee <laughs> right
1: yeah you, uh, you could probably use the work juice coffee, i right?
0: definitely could absolutely yeah. i could uh, but uh yeah thrilling adventure hour um. uh but It's
1: good stuff. It is it's, good stuff. Are, are they are they doing more of these? Do you know, I
0: don't know. I mean, you know, like I said, they they are doing the the two. Well, I guess the Sparks Nevada series is finished for now. Okay. Uh, but the Beyond Belief uh, was kind of delayed, so I think it's still coming out. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I haven't really heard much of anything. I want to say... Because Acker and Blacker have also done work for Marvel as well. Oh, really? Yeah. uh, I I don't think they've done anything regular, but I know they did the Wolverine Season 1 graphic novel. Oh, okay. Which I think was their first work for Marvel. Really? Was that funny?
1: Not really. Okay. There
0: was like one or two amusing parts in it. But for the most part, it was just Wolverine's origin. Huh. Okay. Uh... They Which is did. always funny. Oh, of course. wolverine the most hilarious character in yeah. comics. <laughs> uh, they've done some Deadpool stuff, I think. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I think they did a run on uh, Thunderbolts when it was, like, Red Hulk, Punisher, Elektra, uh, okay. Ghost Rider,
1: yeah. that
0: team of Thunderbolts. Huh. All new, all different. All dancing, all partying, uh, Thunderbolts.
1: <laughs> so they they always write together, then? I guess so. Okay.
0: I know one of them, I'm going to say Actor hosts a podcast called the Nerdist Writers Room. Okay. Where I think they just interview other writers and talk about the craft and all that. But don't hold me to that. Uh, but I mean, you know, yeah, I don't think that they've uh, split up at any time or done too many separate things hmm. here and there. At least none that I know of. Yeah. But they're a fine team.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh they did a movie once, uh, that I saw, I can't remember the name of it, but it had uh a couple of the uh the people from Thrilling Adventure Hours were, uh, no. was was in it. It was about uh, an alien who uh took over an office uh
1: know, yeah, just uh,
0: actually I think the name of the movie was called Drones.
1: Okay. Yeah. Never never seen it.
0: It was kinda of funny. Mark Evan Jackson shows up and says he's from Earth. Who? Mark Evan Jackson, who plays Sparks Nevada on the show. Oh yeah, okay. Says he's from Earth.
1: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. uh Sadly, I, I mean, the book was good, but I, as a fan of the podcast, I found it a little lacking in voices. Right. right? right. Uh, but this was a a Kickstarter project that, that I backed. Oh, you did? Okay. And, cool. Right? And uh, I got the uh, the book. Um, For some reason, this is a second printing of the book, and not the first printing that was supposed to go out to Kickstarter backers, but uh, (laughs) it was also about two and a half years late uh, (laughs) because uh, I also wanted to get the concert uh, DVD that they released with it as well uh, because part of the thing, the Kickstarter was they wanted to do this graphic novel uh, but then, you know, with Kickstarter, you add stretch goals. Right. Uh, one of the stretch goals was uh, they were going to video, you know, like like uh, tape one of their uh, live performances. I believe it was their eighth anniversary at the time. And, uh, you know, released it on DVD so that, you know, people like me who will never go to California. Right. Because
1: uh, people out there carry guns.
0: Well, that and, uh, it, you know, uh, it is pricey yeah right <laughs> and i am poor uh so i will probably uh never go to california because of that sure but, uh, at least as far as i know uh but yeah they released a dvd so that you know, others could see what the the thrilling adventure hour live show experience is like so i because of that uh i got this book about two and a half years late
1: <laughs> So they'd probably just sold through all the first prints and it's like, yeah, we'll just give them a second
0: print. Probably, yeah. yeah. Still, a little disappointing. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Huh. And it, But it's made by the fine folks over at Arkea. Yeah, yeah. So that's weird, right? Like it kickstarted it, but it was published by a...
0: Yeah. A uh, partnership. You know, okay. That kind of yeah. thing happens all the time. I think. A lot of people uh, Kickstarter a thing and then go through
1: Image or whatever uh, okay. you know, all the time.
0: So it's it's a means. Huh.
1: Huh. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, you should. I'll kickstart and then I'll go through DC.
0: There you go. I'm sure, that's happened yeah. at some point.
1: You know, there is one funny thing. Speaking about publishers, um, the Beyond Belief series that's coming out, Yeah, Diamond really likes to destroy the ah. copies of Beyond Belief, because our, our good friend Joe G, um, special ordered the latest issue of Beyond Belief, because I guess we, we hadn't carried it. And, uh, and his copy, the only copy we got, came in pretty damaged. Like, yeah. just in the boxes, it was crushed. And, uh, we we're like, oh, so we reported it as damaged and, and, uh, sent it back. Or no, we didn't even send it back. You know, we were waiting for them to tell us what to do with it. Right. And they sent us another copy that was just as damaged as the first one. Yeah. And then, and then Joe is like, we, "I reported that one damaged." He's like, "You know what?" He's like, "I just really want to read it. I'll, I'll go ahead and buy this one." And then last week we got in the replacement copy, and it was damaged as well. Huh. Like all three of them, and like it's not the same copy that because right, yeah, you know, yeah. we have all three of them in the store right now. It's like <laughs> they just like to like kick that book around. That's weird. Maybe, or maybe they're just like the guys that work in the warehouse are all fans of the show, and they're all just like reading it. When you know, they're be. like crunching them on accident. Do
0: that, or maybe the uh, the guy who's in charge of packing that particular box is uh, like was somehow uh, uh, spurned by Acker and Black. Oh and he's yeah, just out
1: for vengeance. Yeah, like he right. wanted to get a ticket to the show, right. or maybe he uh, was one of those people that kick-started it and he got it two years late. <laughs> it could be that too. I hear they're really mad about those yeah, things.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> uh i'm trying to think here you know because I, I bought uh the wolverine season one graphic novel at uh, mavericks i'm trying to think was my it
1: they have to be a really savvy diamond employee to connect that uh but yeah i would like to read more philip fathom yeah uh stories i would read those moonshine holler i would read another one yeah. that was fun and definitely beyond belief
0: absolutely Uh, you know, before, uh, when I gave you this book, I wanted to warn you about Philip Fathom because again, you know, it's just, you know, one of those things where like, I listen to the show, I know what it's supposed to be. Right. Like I wanted to tell you that, okay, when you read the Philip Fathom story, (laughs) every time he speaks, you have to think of it as if it is someone doing a Christian Bale Batman voice.
1: Oh no i wouldn't have liked that as much
0: <laughs> but in the the audio show it really works because it's hilarious to listen to right okay because they're just clearly making fun of
1: so over the top right yeah, yeah 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 i mean not that christian Bale's batman voice wasn't over the top but right, yeah. he just didn't realize that exactly <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, pretty cool But
0: Yeah, you know, overall, it's a, it's a fun thing that happened. And, and I certainly don't regret, uh, contributing to it.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the, the source material and, and I certainly wish Acker and Blacker, you know, much success and luck and hope that they can continue doing this in, in one other way. And honestly, I would, uh, I would kill everybody's grandmother to get a Beyond Belief TV show.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So how can like like if i just wanted to listen to their show or like you know watch videos right. are, do you have to like subscribe or can you just like like watch it online on youtube or something
0: uh you can't watch it cuz it's an audio podcast i mean
1: don't they occasionally do like live do
0: well i mean it's all live but uh it's it's, it's all audio
1: oh, okay cuz yeah. i mean when you were talking about like the the comic con one, i thought maybe they got it in costume and did
0: nope they, okay. they usually all uh, wear suits, or you know, whatever uh, professional uh, actors do. Right? Okay. They they, they look
1: nice. They oh, look okay. Presentable. Honey. So they just do it, uh, you know, like audio style. Though. Yeah, they okay. do it like they're doing a radio show. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like like you saw Haunted Honeymoon*, right? With um, uh, Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner. I don't
1: think no. No,
0: that's too bad. That's my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Uh. But no, yeah, they 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 basically they do it as if they are recording a radio program, so it's just actors in front of microphones.
1: I'm sure you get to see their cool facial expressions. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Give them the character. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure
0: they do some some stuff, you know, for the live audience. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. I, I can't imagine Paul F. Tompkins just uh, standing huh. in front of a microphone and just reading. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So like, but like where where would you go to like
0: I believe if you wanted to listen to the show you can go to thenerdist.com dot com or nerdist dot com and uh find uh I believe they are the hosts of the Thrilling Adventure Hour podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh or you can go to iTunes or, or wherever you download uh your, your regular podcasts from. But yeah, if you just wanted to try an episode then I would suggest nerdist.com.
1: Okay. For- cool <clears throat>
0: or you know what fucking google 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 mm-hmm. thrilling adventure hour yeah podcast
1: <laughs> google is that that's like a search engine right it's like
0: bing it's kind of like jeeves okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Gotcha.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love bing and jeeves
0: yeah so, yeah, and then, uh, hey, maybe someday, uh, when you're hanging out, we can watch the, uh, the, the, the live concert video.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: That would be cool. We uh, should do that. I haven't watched it yet.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. You waited two years and you haven't watched it.
0: Well, I was gonna watch it with my girlfriend.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's the uh, end of that then, story.
0: Yep. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, we'll watch it. All right. I'll doll myself up and you can put your hand in my shirt while we're watching it.
0: Excellent we we'll recreate the experience of what I had. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> uh, All right. right, we'll to take a break? Sure, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Mm, not much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's
0: was happening with you?
1: Uh, nothing too much. Yeah, uh, went to a funeral this week. Well, uh, that? That's exciting. Yeah. fun. It's always good. All <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. One of my aunts is, was really old and sick, and uh, she passed away. Well, I'm sorry went, to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So went to her funeral yesterday, and. It was nice, it was pretty, and, you know, people said some nice stuff and told some funny stories. And I always like that at funerals when there's like that section where people are allowed to come up and like say things. Right. And, uh, I remember the first time. Open mic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. what they call it, yeah. <laughs> and, uh. I <laughs> know when the guy is, like, for some reason, I think it's because when I was a teenager, I'm gonna admit something pretty terrible here. I used to go to a lot of poetry readings. I, I didn't read poetry. But I would like go there with my friends and they would like do open mic poetry readings. <laughs> and uh, and whenever I hear open mic, for some reason, like I go to that and I was, I was, I was picturing like hippies and punk rock people up there like, you know, <laughs> doing poetry at this funeral. And, and like the kind of the people that would do the open mic poetry at the poetry readings. It was pretty diverse. There would be like, one, one lady went up there and pulled out, uh, one of her tits and did like a, uh, poem about breasts. You know, like stuff like that it was like supposed to be like pseudo shocking or something. Oh, some of it was really bad. Um, nobody pulled out their tits at the funeral, which was good.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah, those were the days.
0: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> Uh, Did you ever go to a poetry reading? Nope. No? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they used to have them downtown Dayton, uh, a couple different coffee houses. Yeah. Uh, I'd go there, like, once Uh, a week.
0: I think they still have them in places. Like, Ghost Light Coffee, I think, does it. Oh, do
1: they really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Or at least they they maybe have
1: some sort of, like, spoken word. Right. See, I wouldn't mind that if people were just, like, telling telling stories. stories? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I would not mind that as much, but I also know that people who do that can be (laughs) just as awful and pretentious (laughs) as poets. Oh,
1: these were... It was pretty pretentious. I mean, some of it was actually good. Like, I had a (coughs) friend, Michelle, used to go, and she would... Like, hers were kind of like little stories, but they had, like, you know, a poetic edge where, like, things were... It wasn't just like, yeah, I did this thing, you know, it was, like, kind of, like, artfully told. But a lot of them were just, yeah, just super... Like, trying too hard, pretentious, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, the lady with her tit hanging out. Right, yeah.
0: Um, but hey, at least you got to see the tit. Yeah, at least, right? yeah, right. it's
1: always nice. I like, I like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, it was an open mic thing. And I remember, uh, one of our customers, like, 10 years ago passed away, um, from Mavericks. And, uh, like, after, you know, like, at the funeral, they had, like, this open mic thing, and we went to it. Um, and Jack was like, I don't like it when they do that like thing where people get up there and tell stories about like about you know positive things that people's life like they should just you know when someone dies you just you go there you stare at their corpse you leave you leave and then they stick it in the ground you know like i'm like i i just i really like the idea of like actually like telling something fun you know
0: celebrating their life yeah Yeah. exactly yeah
1: yeah i like that i i I think a lot of older people don't get that
0: yeah yeah yeah. I, I think it maybe depends on their upbringing as well. Right. Like you know, I'm, I'm sure some people who might be like you know maybe have been really raised uh like like in a maybe strict religion you right know, or something like
1: that. I'm sure he was. Yeah.
0: For, you know, probably you know, it's like funerals are you know dour, somber yeah. affairs. You know. Right. <clears throat>
1: yeah. People were like laughing and telling stories right. at this one, and yeah. Yeah, I remember when uh, Mike
0: grandmother on my mom's side died you know like <clears throat> like we all it, i mean obviously it's, it's one of those things where sometimes you know, like you're just sometimes just waiting for a person to die not like you know in any kind of malicious sense but right you just you know, know it's know, coming they're sick and yeah. you know they're suffering and you're just like well that's going to happen yeah like, you can at least prepare yourself a little bit. So it was kind of one of those things like, like, you know, she was old, you know, she had been sick for a very long time, you know, and she passed. And so, you know, it was, it was not, you know, everybody was basically, you know, like in that situation, I think you do get uh, some of the grief in the morning out of the way already. Right. Because, you know, that person is suffering. Yeah, you know, so so there's a little bit of that, and then you know my family, my my mom's family is is you know all very, very Puerto Rican, right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, pretty much uh, you know more than three Puerto Ricans in a room is a party, yeah, right? And yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've always
1: found that to be true,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, and so you know after the the uh, service and the burial and everything and. and you know the awkwardness of uh, figuring out how uh, how we're going to do a funeral procession when you have to drive on you know Chicago highways.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Know,
0: uh, which, yeah, which uh, you know what the answer to that is? Uh, you drive like a maniac yeah. <laughs> because you can't do a funeral procession on a Chicago yeah, highway. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. <laughs> who like who planned that? Isn't there like a state route to bypass the highway? I uh, guess not. <laughs> Ours yesterday went through like some pretty weird uh back back country uh you know right country roads yeah but it was it's, oh yeah that's funny too like i noticed a lot of people pulled over like as the funeral procession passed yeah um and you don't really see that in the city but like on these country roads everybody was like pulling over to show respect and i was like that's kind of sweet that's nice i mean i don't think it's necessary but
0: actually i do think it is the law oh is it i think you're supposed to yeah
1: like, even on, like, a main road? I think so. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, a lot of people were doing it. Hey, I just got a text. The Mets won. It will be Mets and Cubs on Saturday night. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Actually, just a second ago, I tried to check the score, but they, there was no official final score yet. Hey,
1: okay. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, my, my brother is a big Mets fan. He just yeah. He just texted me.
0: And uh, you and I are big Cub fans. Yeah and uh so so that's an exciting time for us
1: it is you know i i bought a cubs ish t-shirt um <laughs> like it's unofficial right. but it's definitely a cubs shirt um our friend kurt Dins drew uh, like a zombie monster cubby yeah and uh and i i wore it the last three times the cubs played and they won the last three games yeah so that it's pretty awesome.
0: It is pretty awesome.
1: So you better, better oh, be yeah. fresh in
0: the wash and oh, ready yeah. to go for Saturday. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's it's clean right now. Uh,
0: it's ready. That is good. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, speaking of, of my mom, she's a big Mets fan, and my, my dad is is a huge Cubs fan. So so that'll be an That's interesting awesome. thing on Saturday. That's uh, awesome. You know, kind of wish I could uh, go over to their house uh, and watch the game with them. I actually wore.
1: Because Tuesday night was my aunt's viewing, right? and the Cubs were playing at 3.30, and I wore my Cubs shirt under my dress-up shirt.
0: It's, it's good that you have the, the priorities. And yeah. Top. I
1: mean, yeah, I didn't want to put it right on top. Oh, well, sure. You know,
0: Maybe if it was a regular Cubs shirt, but not the zombie Cubs <laughs> shirt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Probably inappropriate for a week. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did have my, my Ernie Banks uh, grief veil on. Oh, well, sure. You know, of course. Yeah. So. At least there was that. People got to see <laughs> Rally Behind. But I should have went Harry Carey, Grief it. I, I like the Ernie Banks. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's exciting, Cubs. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool.
0: Look at us talking about sports on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, this
1: is our sports podcast. Welcome to... <laughs> welcome to what would what what would our sports podcast be the, uh, the dugout trash or something <laughs> the nasty we, dugout. we we would be called uh uh what's what's like a nasty thing in sport in baseball uh like spitballs no I <laughs> uh
0: i don't know uh sliding into a third baseman and breaking his leg <laughs>
1: that's pretty nasty yeah um yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, we don't know enough about baseball. Nope. We just know that we like the Cubs. Pretty much, yeah. You know, at the beginning of the year, I'll tell our listeners this, before the season started, I told one of my coworkers that this was the year, this is the Cubs year, um, you know, for many reasons, but part of it was the, the Back to the Future film that, you know, where they come to the year 2015 and the Cubs have won the World Series. Yep. Um, and I bet my coworker 20 bucks that the Cubs were going to win the world series this year. And, uh, so far I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that $20. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's funny that uh, you kind of say that because, uh, you know, I mean, you know, my dad was talking about this the other day and that uh, you know, my brother called and, you know, just to say hi or whatever. And then, so he was like, so, hey, the Cubs, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we're all the, the Sean family or, or Chicago,
1: Cubs. and a lot of Chicago family members.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, my brother called and he was just like, yeah, what do you think? And my dad was like, mm, "Nah," and, uh, <laughs> and my brother was like, what do you mean? You know, like, like this is huge. And my dad's like, uh, yeah, I'm, uh. 68 years old, or no, he's 70, 74 years old, and I've been a Cubs fan all my life, and they've pretty much disappointed me for every <laughs> single year of that life, and yeah, I know what to
1: expect. Oh, that's terrible. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong as far as, like, you know, track record-wise, but this is the year. <laughs> this is the year.
0: Oh, I'm I'm absolutely hoping it and mm. You know, is. I'm with you. And sure, we've got the, the Back to the Future thing <laughs> as well. Right.
1: Robert Zemeckis is not often wrong.
0: No. and uh, Except for maybe when he does those weird 3D animated CG movies. Like Beowulf and... Oh, did he do that? Yeah.
1: I didn't know.
0: And, oh, uh, wow. and uh, what was that other one with uh, Tom Hanks? The uh, The Polar Express.
1: Oh. Where everybody
0: has creepy dead eyes and...
1: I didn't know he did those. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Um... <laughs> You know, also, you know, there's also uh, maybe a part of me that also thinks that, uh, you know, there might be some sort of uh, conspiracy to uh, to fix the game so that uh, it matches up with with Hollywood history. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Hollywood does run everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, I'm not going to be, you know, yelling about the conspiracy (laughs) if that happens, but I'll just take a smug satisfaction (laughs) in that, uh, hey. Knowing
1: that that you peeked behind the curtain. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but also at the same time, uh, you know, I gotta side with my dad a little bit. Um, I'm a Cubs fan.
1: You're also a realist.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And I like. I mean, you know, it's very possible they won't win any more games, and I would still be very proud of them. Oh for, yeah, for absolutely. Making, but I, I would love to see them make it. You know, like at yeah. least in the World Series, if not winning the World Series. Right. You
0: know? I know. Uh, I read an article. <clears throat> it was uh, after they lost the uh, the first game of the uh, the the division playoffs. Uh, against, uh, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was an article that was like, uh, hey, you know, sorry to spoil all your shit, Cub fans, mm-hmm. but, uh, pretty much every instance where they lost the first game, they've never come back to win. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, when they won Tuesday to, to clench the, uh, the division title, I was just like, you know, fuck that guy.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to say to you in like a week. Uh, i'm rooting for the cubs no I, no I know but
0: i'm just not gonna be super disappointed right right if they don't
1: yeah i i mean i won't either i would love to see yeah. them make it though
0: if they don't win i'm just gonna be like well cubs but yeah. you know if they do then you know uh feelings boner
1: <laughs> feelings boner <laughs> i
0: agree <laughs> And then uh, you know, like uh, I posted something on Facebook the other day, which which uh, uh, you know it was it was kind of uh, an encapsulation of, of a lot of uh, darkness and, and sadness that that I am constantly always feeling. Uh, but at the same time, there, there was a, I, I tried to also make it a joke as well that you know I'm I'm pretty much just a, a sad, lonely, girlfriendless, lifeless, you know, failure and. And no friends, and then no family, and then no life, and then it's all terrible, and, you know, I'm kind of a worthless sack of shit. But the Cubs are in the postseason. Yeah.
1: See? It all balances out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go Cubs. Go
0: Cubs. And of course, by the time this episode airs, uh,
1: <laughs> that all about. of
0: this will have already been settled. <laughs> right. And and uh we will
1: just people uh, like the Cubs were in the playoffs right, at one yeah, point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, by
0: the time this airs, the Cubs will either uh, be in the World Series or uh
1: not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I hope it's the former. I hope so as well.
0: That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh
1: We'll have to figure out a way to watch those games if that happens yeah. too.
0: Well, the World Series will be broadcast on regular television, so mm-hmm. so we can't watch them. Yeah. Uh the the playoffs, however, we're probably just gonna have to keep refreshing Twitter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to the audio at work yeah. on ESPN. So yeah. Yeah. I actually, you know, I think I actually like listening to baseball games at least as much, if not more so, than watching them. Right. Because I can do something else yeah. and not feel like I'm missing out on part of the event. Sure. Um, like I, I was doing some, like, digital artwork the other day at the house, doing some coloring while I was listening to the game and, like, that was super fun. Yep. I enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: I've, I've, I've discovered over the last couple of years that, uh, you know, despite being, uh, the, you know, nerdy art fag, that uh, you know, I I can enjoy sports <clears throat> as long as I am working on something else.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Like if I'm drawing, or or you know, usually just drawing. Uh, you know, I can I can totally get into a football game as long as I don't have to fully pay attention. Right, to it. exactly.
1: Yeah. It's like when I watch female mud wrestling. I sometimes I jack off while right. I'm doing it, uh-huh. um, just to you know like, give me something completely different to exactly. keep my my hands busy. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think
0: I've actually talked about this before but uh you know I used to have to run sporting events all the time when I worked at the TV station
1: oh, right.
0: and I actually kind of became a football fan a little bit you know while doing that but it was mostly just because you know there was a responsibility
1: <laughs> attached right. to it right yeah. kind of felt like you had to keep up a little bit
0: yeah yeah
1: I never liked football. That's the that's the one sport I've it's never. It's my least never, favorite sport. Yeah, yeah mine, mine too. Well,
0: not my least favorite, but it's it's definitely down there.
1: I can't think of anything like, like
0: soccer. I would rather watch soccer for really? sure, for sure. Really, over football? Oh yeah. I mean, stuff actually happens in football. Though.
1: I can't stand it though. It's my least favorite. I would right. rather watch like two drunk people play checkers. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's kind of what soccer is like, <laughs> although not as exciting,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> No, yeah,
0: seriously, like I'd had uh, to uh, run a couple of soccer games occasionally at the station and you know, if you think that I'm suicidal now, <laughs> I mean, when I had to sit there and essentially <laughs> watch grass grow right. as people trampled over it slowly.
1: <sighs> the crazy thing about soccer is that a game can last quite quite some time and that they'll end with a tie? Uh no, yeah, uh, it's 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh
0: 45 minutes per half and uh, they don't, like, usually take any breaks or anything like that because we would actually have to run commercials while the game was still happening. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and they will score nothing by the end of the match, and it's, like, yeah. That's it's just, it's it's just it. over, yep. All right?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's bad. They yep. should have, like, a little, like, sudden death one-on-one kind of thing. Something, yeah. Like in hockey, they do that. Sure, know? right? You know. Yeah um uh, yeah, yeah it's, I, uh, that's weird
0: yeah but yeah i enjoy hockey
1: uh i mean i would rather watch people play pool than football i'd rather watch like Olympics, oh I would too, yeah. you know uh badminton <laughs> what, yeah, whatever uh-huh, yeah um i'd rather watch uh cornhole than football yeah, Huh. Yeah. i'm with you on all okay. these yeah i'm just saying but, but not soccer it's not soccer oh huh, no. okay uh yeah
0: i'd even rather watch golf over uh oh
1: definitely definitely because at least like that will put you right out sure right football i just i find it not exciting enough and not boring enough and not like you know anything enough right i just i just don't like it at all
0: like i said it's something that i agree to tolerate and and uh you know like if, if i am doing something that takes more attention away from it, then I'm perfectly fine with football. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm never going to be sitting around my own house, you know, and turn on a football game. Right,
1: wearing yeah. your Bengals jersey. Right, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. But if I'm at my parents' house and happen to bring some drawing supplies, then, you know, I'm hmm. perfectly fine to stay in the same room that my dad is in and while well, he's watching football. Yeah, it's,
1: it's background noise. Yeah. You know. Well... I, I
0: do find... There is something about the sound of sports while well, I do other stuff that uh, sort of like, like especially football that, that just reminds me of like comfortable winters. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So there's a bit of nostalgia. A little right? bit. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Cause yeah, even as a kid, I never watched it, never got into mm-hmm. it, never wanted to. Yeah.
1: You never played. Did you ever play any sports at all? No. Yeah.
0: I'm a fat asthmatic.
1: <laughs> you can play football.
0: I was certainly, uh, coaches attempted to recruit me numerous times. Right. Because I'm a giant man. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, I was just like, no. Yeah. I'm a, asthmatic, and B, uh, I like art.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like art and I like girls. And I don't want to have to touch other dudes' privates. Yeah, right
1: well they they didn't never even asked me because they're like I think that guy goes to poetry reading so <laughs> don't even bother
0: <laughs> uh that is the one thing though about the sports that always gets me is that like you know most people who are diehard into sports are like just the most homophobic you know trash people in the world but like all their favorite sports are just all about dudes crunching each other's privates in their faces
1: <laughs> well that's why they're so homophobic they're like you know i get enough of this shit on the field i don't need it in my bedroom <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's weird yeah.
0: it's weird they're like wrestling fans are oh, also yeah. like yeah.
1: generally super homophobic and
0: yet uh, that is half naked dudes, just oiled up, half naked <laughs> Rub- dudes.
1: Rubbing each other yep. and gripping each other. Right? Yep. Yeah. In, yeah. And often in flamboyant costumes. Right, yeah. You know? Or or very little. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Yeah. I think everybody's a little gayer than they want to admit. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
0: It must make us super fucking gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're pretty gay. I'm fine with that, though. No, oh,
0: I'm totally fine with it, too.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. so See, you went to a funeral. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. Yeah. I did, did some drawing, went to a funeral. That's, that's, that's all I've done. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's good. I mean, not the funeral part, but, yeah. The yeah. Other
0: stuff,
1: but it was good to see family. I mean, that, sure. some people from Tennessee I hadn't seen in years came by, so, I mean, it was nice, and we, we, t- oh, yeah, this is funny, too. I actually met a guy there. He's a, like, the, hu- he's like the husband of, like, my aunt's cousin or something. Right. But, I met him there, and, and like we were talking for a while, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's really nice," and like he's just really interesting to talk to. Like, because we were having dinner after the the funeral, sure. And uh, and I was sitting right across from this fellow, and he, you know, he's an older fellow. I'd say he's in his like maybe early sixties, and uh, but he's just like real knowledgeable and interesting. and He was talking about different things that he cooks and like recipes. He's like, oh, if you're a vegetarian, you'd like this, and I could cook this for you sometime and like here's you know what I use and I was like wow he's just a really nice guy and then he started talking about how he thought that the Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax nah. and that how Obama wants to take all of our guns away so um, he can he can like you know just easily uh, put us under his thumb and, mm-hmm. and we'll, be, we'll just mm-hmm. be crushed by his authoritarian rule yeah. and I was like well, I'd still like to eat his vegetarian cabbage rolls, but he's nuts. So I guess that's a theory that like a sheriff said that the sand hook thing was a hoax. Yeah. And because the, the guy that was sitting across from me, I'm not going to say his name, right. but he was like, he was like, if you're noticing those videos, you never see an ambulance or anything there. And I'm like, really? I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, it's all... And then, they, and then he's like, and then they destroyed that school. Why do you think that is? It's like, uh, just weird association with a terrible event. Right. right. But he's like, no, oh, something, something happened there. What are you talking to, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> it was not Jack. <laughs> You're doing your Jack voice. Yeah, but you know Jack would never recommend any sort of vegetarian food.
0: Oh, that is true. <laughs> uh... I yeah. guess it is sort of just your generic crazy old man right. voice. Yeah.
1: Well, see, yeah, if I would have been telling just the, like, cooking part, like, right. I wouldn't have been doing that voice. Right. yeah. <laughs> but apparently that's a theory, right? So- uh, yeah, I, I think I've heard that theory. What the hell? And
0: I think there's another thing where, like, there's, like, video of, like, one of the teachers or whatever that is actually, like, she was also at another mass shooting or something like that I like
1: like all the kids and teachers were all actors that's the theory yeah or or like the teachers were actors but they really did kill the children who
0: who the hell knows
1: that's so weird
0: Don't even want to put the energy in.
1: I know, right? Right. Like, like whenever he was talking, I was like, "Man, I'm already drained because I've been at a funeral." I was like, "Right." I just kind of sit there and stared at him after, like, because we were like talking and engaging each other, right. but after he went on to crazy mode, I was just like, ah. "I was just like, I'm gonna go get some more coleslaw." Right. I like got up and left, and I was like, "I just don't, right. I don't yeah. want to do this."
0: Yeah, that's also weird that apparently he would use uh, that opportunity to to bring all that stuff. Yeah, up. right? Yeah, like like the the no instance should that stuff be brought up ever, because (laughs) it's crazy banana cuckoo. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Um.
1: But yeah,
0: like at 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 a relative's funeral.
1: Yeah. uh, Right. Just. Well, 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 at least it was like at it was like at the restaurant down the road. You know. But still. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But I mean, yeah. Right. Like nobody wants to hear that, right? And and I mean,
0: yeah. Like, what would the purpose of that being a hoax be anyway? Well,
1: know? to to like to like say, hey, we need to get guns off the streets. So, right, yeah, you know, like,
0: okay. So then, are the hundreds of other mass shootings that we have had since then or before then, or those all hoaxes? I'm uh, pretty well?
1: sure they were. Okay. Here, here. Um, it was the same people that put on the Holocaust. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: It was a big production.
0: Well, you know, uh, as we all know, the Jews were actually armed, and so they were able to prevent the Holocaust from happening.
1: Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah.
0: You heard about that, right? Uh, no. No, there was a, uh, one of the Republican presidential candidates, uh, Ben Carson, uh, who after the, the most recent, and it's sad that I have to say the most recent, uh, mass shooting, uh, you know, basically said that, you know, taking the stance that, you know, all the right-wing nut jobs do of, you know, well, if I was there, I would have fought the guy, or, you know, right. like, if there would have just been more people with guns, they would have solved this problem, and yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, he, he's one of those, and, and I think he said something to the effect that, you know, if uh, he'd have been there, he would have charged at the, uh, the guy. I guess it came out that he actually was involved in an armed robbery at some point, and he told the armed robber to shoot the employee.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, like, he, like he was, he was at the place that was being robbed, or yep. he was like helping commit the robbery. Kind of, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, uh, but then, uh, recently, uh, he came out and said that, uh, had the Jews been armed in, uh, Europe and then, well, during, you know, before the, the days of World War II, that, uh, they probably could have prevented the Holocaust from happening because they would have been able to defend themselves.
1: Right, yeah. Because, yeah. because yeah, if, if everyone just had a pistol uh-huh. um, and, a, and a large uh, armed force comes into your town, sure, you're probably going to be able to take them out with your little pistol. Sure, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really scary to me to think, first of all, that people think that makes sense, but second of all, if it did make sense and, like, makes sense enough, to actually be passed as law I would be really scared to leave my house if I thought everybody out there had a gun right like that would be so scary to me yeah I would not want to leave my house
0: mm, no yeah I mean I don't want to leave my house right yeah and and I mean this is where you know I'm I feel relatively comfortable knowing that not everyone I'm around has a gun
1: right yeah <laughs> just your pizza delivery guy maybe yeah, yeah. the Chinese sure. guy <laughs> Hmm. Pizza guy probably does have a gun. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Because I mean, they probably have to go to some, some sketchy. Oh yeah. Homes. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. know like. Like I said, I just I.
1: Oh. <sighs> Cubs win. Cubs win. Fly the W. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, uh, speaking of awesome things to watch, like the World Series, uh, is there a a movie in our future? Maybe. No? (laughs) (laughs) We could could just watch the game on Saturday night and review that.
0: There we go. That would be awful. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, so I've been been thinking about uh, a movie to pick. And, uh, I guess it is is Halloween-ish, but it's October. It is. Um. It's like the
1: middle of October. It
0: is, it is. Uh, and, and so I figured, well, maybe we should watch some, some sort of horror film. I'd be down. You know, uh, again, I don't know if we're actually gonna do a separate Halloween special or anything, but... Eh.
1: Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind but right, We yeah. could just do Halloween themed episodes. Yeah, also perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. Uh so I'm going to pick a horror movie <clears throat> that that I kind of want to see. It uh actually recently just came out. It's uh, it's a horror comedy. Uh although I guess if I was a real dick, I could say we could go to on a field trip. Oh, I'm no uh, yeah, to a theater? Yeah, no,
1: nah. no. Unless you want to do like a Monday morning thing, I'm not. Uh, out.
0: I wish I could do a Monday morning. Yeah,
1: I wish I could. I I, I won't I won't do an evening or a weekend thing. All right,
0: because <clears throat> uh, Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peak comes out this uh, weekend. Oh, that
1: looks really good too. Yeah,
0: that would be awesome to watch. Yeah, Uh but uh okay, I'll just find something at the video store. Hopefully, <laughs> I hope I can find this movie. Okay, Uh but the movie that I would like to watch. <clears throat> is called gravy gravy yes
1: okay wow that sounds great yeah uh, okay <laughs> never heard of it never heard of it
0: <clears throat> i only heard about it uh like a week ago and uh i read a review of it and i was like yeah, it sounds like it could be fun
1: okay is yeah. it newish
0: fairly new like like came out i think
1: the first of october Okay. Um, oh, that's right! You said it just came out. That's yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. I, I for some reason I was thinking of Crimson Peak uh, when you said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. Gravy. Gravy.
1: Sounds good to me. All right. I might actually have some gravy for breakfast tomorrow. Uh, made out of uh, meat juice? No, like mushrooms and soy probably. Oh, okay. No, no, that's that's barely gravy. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah, cool. gravy. gravy. Gravy time. Good. I'm on the gravy train. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll do that uh, shortly. Sweet. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Goodbye everybody.
0: Bye. Go Cubs, go Cubs.